What's good, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of this Coast to Coast podcast. Today, we're going to be going over our quarterback rankings way too early, but uh, for the next season, not based off of, you know, not rankings from last season, but for the season that we're going into. So let's just get started. At number one, I have arguably the best QB of all time, uh, the most talented QB in our of our generation. <laughs> I mean, is it hard? to? I mean, it's really hard for me to put anyone above him. Um, you already know who it is, Pat Mahomes, uh, about to win another Super Bowl, uh, undisputed, you know, best QB in the league. Um, who do you guys have as number one? Uh, we'll just pull up this list, though, so we'll have it all for everyone to see watching at home. Carson? Um, yeah, I have Watson, but there is a little asterisk. I think if he does get traded, I think if he's still on the Texans, I would definitely you know, move I would move Allen up and then Mahomes up. I'd probably move him down to in the three or four range. But I just think if Watson gets traded, he's just going to be so rejuvenated. He's going to be so – he's going to be like, you know, finally like you know, all that drama in the trade is out of me. I can just go out and ball and, you know, hopefully ball on, you know, potential contender. And I think that alone would just like, you know, just open up the floodgates. You know, we saw last year he had a crazy, you know, crazy numbers, even on, you know, kind of shitty Texans. And if he goes to a team like the Jets or the Dolphins, something like that, or even like a better contender, I just think – you know, he's just going to dominate. He's finally going to have his team he knows for sure that's going to, you know, treat him right and get the pieces around him and he's just going to go off. But that's my reasoning behind why I have him number one. And, of course, you know, because it's Watson. I mean, we've been seeing it the last few years. But just the fact that he's getting on that new team, that rejuvenation, that recharge uh, makes me think he's going to be QB1 gets traded. Yeah, so then going on to that for mine, uh, just for the list right away, you can see up here uh, – We'll go through it, though. I'm top left. Uh, Carson is in the middle, and Jose's top right. So um, I actually have Josh Allen as my number one quarterback going the next year. I mean, honestly, he had a very good end to his season, at least fantasy-wise looking at it. Uh, my reasoning, though, why I think he's going to be this high, uh, first of all, you got to look at He gets his offensive coordinator back. Obviously, all the head coach vacancies have been filled, and he's going to keep Brian Dable, which I think is essential because – in my opinion, if Brian Dable went to the Chargers, I was going to move Herbert way up my list, potentially number one. I mean, he still think he has potential, but I mean, we'll get into that. Um, Diggs, I think, is going to be another year better. I think he actually has a chance to put up better stats. But then again, that's for the wide receiver video. But honestly, it indirectly affects um, indirectly affects Allen's performance. Uh, I do think Beasley, though, um, will not be the threat that he was. I think just age is going to get to him, but I do see John Brown getting more involved. Uh, I do see Gabriel Davis taking another step as a receiver, and I wouldn't be surprised if I see them going after another weapon, like a running back that I've talked about in the past, because if they can secure themselves a running back, that opens up the play-action game. And everyone knows when you get a play-action game going, you can get some balls downfield. That's what made Jared Goff a pretty you know, decent quarterback at times when he was a top-10 quarterback with Sean McVay a few years ago. But I think Josh Allen has the potential to be uh, – QB number one next year. Yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing you said there was um, the step up of the other guys, you know, Gabe Davis and John Brown. John Brown's just got to stay healthy because when he's healthy, he's one of the best, um, you know, outside guys, you know, deep third guys in the league. We've seen it, you know, the guy when he was in there, um, you know, he had a real chemistry with Josh Allen. He was really good last year, like Josh Allen's second year. Like he kind of like was like that Cole Beasley type where it's like, wait a sec, like I don't really pay attention to him, but he's had like a really solid like wide receiver kind of two or three season. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I could see any of these guys finishing as the number one, to be honest. Um, but I don't necessarily, I don't think Watson might um, end up, you know, being better if he goes to the Jets. I think, you know, he's kind of in that same situation. Yeah, he has a better coach, but um, – you know, the wep- the weapon situation, I don't know if the Jets are really better than the Texans as far as weapons. They're probably about the same. I think they're, they would, they, they're going to sign some guys. That's, like, what I'm thinking. Like, if they get Watson, they're going to – because I think they have, like, a lot of – Oh, they do. Space. They're yeah, so they're right definitely, now. like, if they get Watson, they're definitely going to target someone like A-Rob or maybe like Fuller or something like that. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, moving on to my number two, we got – well, I got – Kyler Murray, I mean, this guy, he finished as the, the QB2 this season, um, averaging 24 points. He had a pretty rough uh, finish to the season, but it was still, you know, it was only a second year. Um, you know, it's still a really historic season overall. I mean, you know, this is a guy that's a real dual threat QB standing at what, like 5'9", 5'10". 
like, you know, another year of chemistry with D hop, you know, getting that system, you know, establishing the run game. I don't know if, if Drake is coming back or not, but either way, they'll be able to, I think, you know, either top their, their season next season, or at least, you know, they went what seven and nine, who says they can't do that again? So what about you, Carson? Oh uh, yeah. My number two is Allen. I mean, Liam basically like gave the pitch. I mean, you know, same receiver court, same coaching staff. I just don't see why he can't just do it again. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like the Bills are just going to be like a consistent, you know, threat for next few years. I just, you know, like no change. I think, uh, you know, just going to keep being solid. I mean, I expect like maybe the rushing to go down just a little bit, but I think if they do, uh, you know, get a solid running back, a guy like an Aaron Jones or something, uh, that's just going to open up even more passing yards and he, you know, won't have to run as much. So I think it kind of, you know, cancels that out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen seems like a safe pick, so got to go with him at two. Yeah, I see you got – you also have Watson at two, Liam, but explain to me why you guys both put Mahomes at three. I just I, – I'll get into it later, actually. I've, like, I wrote out a lot of notes for this episode, and I have a reason why Mahomes is low, so I'll touch on that. But I'll get into Watson right now. So Mine's uh, just because Allen, like, run he just runs a little bit more. He gets, like, you know, more rushing yards and more rushing touchdowns than Mahomes. Like, Mahomes doesn't really have to run at all. I mean, he does, but he doesn't really have to. Yeah, so um, for me, obviously, top left going into it, I think Deshaun Watson, he's definitely going to be QB2, in my opinion. Like Carson was saying, he's able to run out there, be a threat as a quarterback, rushing the ball. And I think especially he's going to go to another team. I don't care what anyone says. He's not going to – He's not. if he doesn't go to another team, I think he's holding out. I, I, he would go off the list entirely. But I think Deshaun Watson, you know, I think my dream scenario for him, obviously, is the 49ers. But I think realistically – I'd love to see him go to the Panthers. The Panthers would be crazy. Like, I don't know if anyone realizes, if they re-sign Curtis Samuel, that is one of the crazy, like, the best offenses we have in the league. You know, yeah. you got yeah. two guys that played, like, wide receiver ones this year, and then Curtis Samuel came on at the end of the year as a strong wide receiver, too, which And crazy. CMC. Yeah, and you got CMC. Who's and CMC, guys. bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy to me. I think, you know, if you give this package to, um, what is it, uh, Coach – What's his Coach name? Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule. You get this package, yeah. Watson, the Matt Rule. I just imagine the read options, all the, you know, RPOs you can run. It's a crazy offense I can see. But, I mean, regardless where he ends up, you know, honestly, I think if he, if he goes to the Jets, you know, I love Salah. Carson, obviously, has a passion for Salah as well, us being 49ers fans. I just think yep. Watson has all the, you know, he wants to go out there and prove to everyone that, you know, I think he's going to go for a haul. I mean, people have been talking about five first-round picks. I don't see that. I think it's going to be like three, and it's going to be like a, starish player and people are going to be like, Oh, they over traded for him. Like blah, blah, blah. I want him. I think he's going to go out there with vengeance and show people like he's been held back in Houston all these years. As much as like, he's yep. been able to put up stats. Yep. I think he's capable of doing more. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Panthers, who's the Panthers package for him? Um, and my answer is like Shane, maybe like ignoring, ignoring the money situation, obviously, but like, like talent wise, who would you see as a fair return? You'd probably have to put in someone you you might have to bargain. I mean, it'd be hard because you know, you probably look at someone like Brian Burns is gonna be someone that they'd be looking at. It's yeah, hard I was to just part Brian Burns. And Burns. It, it depends because you know they got Yeter Gross Matos, who's a good pass rusher out of Penn State last year in the draft. So do they think that he can replace that kind of production that Burns has? But I mean, but what we've yeah. seen so far, Burns seems like he's gonna be a perennial like ten sack a year guy. So but when it comes down to it, I mean they've been saying the 49ers rumors that Bosa would be the one traded in this deal. So it's about how much are you willing to sacrifice to be able to be an elite team? Because the Panthers would be an elite team. Would you give up Chin for Watson and some picks? Oh, 100%. As much as Chin's a good, like, safety, he's going to be top five safety probably next year, you'd have to throw that in. Yeah. Oh, well, they'd probably throw Teddy in too, I guess, just because. For cap space and for have a transition to quarterback. But they'll probably draft. Yeah. A quarterback. I mean, the eighth pick doesn't really get you a high quarterback in this draft, so we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So now explain to me why you guys got Mahomes at three. Carson, you take it. I mean, yeah, just because Watson and Allen just have more like rushing upside. I mean, that's about it. I mean, Mahomes, yeah. you know, um, you know, Mahomes gonna do Mahomes, and and honestly, I mean, they're all around the same. They're all around the same, like passing stats anyways. I mean, they weren't like, um, 
you know, that much different, I think, in terms of passing yards and touchdowns. But it's just the rushing upside. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Jose, I know you're, you're next in the circulation, but I just kind of want to add on because I'm at the same spot as Carson. I mean, when I think Mahomes, I mean, I think especially this weighs heavy on the outcome of this weekend. I think if they win the Super Bowl, it's going to be a coast of a regular season. They're going to go like yes. 12 and 4. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kelsey's not going to have another historic season. He'll play He'll play well. He'll go over 1,000. He'll have like eight touchdowns. I don't think he'll – they're going to be trying to look at developing other guys in their team. I think Clyde over to Lair will take another big step. I think McCole Hardman, they might try and actually develop him as a receiver. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of testing out for Kansas City because they need to know what they have because their future weighs heavy looking in the cap space that they got. So I think – I mean – Mahomes coasting gets him at the third spot in my list, which I think is crazy. I think he's still going to be, yeah. you know, he'll be up there in the MVP conversation like he always will because he'll be leading such a fantastic team. But that's just why yeah. I have Mahomes there. Yeah, I, I have the same exact point. Because, like, if they win it this time, I mean, like, it's mentally and physically exhausting to, like, you know, and uh, teams are going to be coming for their neck. I mean, they're going to be coming off two Super Bowls. They're going to be trying to three-peat. No one, like, all other teams are not going to want to see a three-peat. They're so tired of them. They're going to be getting everyone's best effort. I mean, obviously it's Mahomes. He can kill it against anyone, but that, that's like another factor. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I have the same exact thing. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah. Um, my number three, I just had Allen. Um, I could really see, you know, these top three being really interchangeable and, and Watson. Um, but yeah, I mean, Allen and Diggs are the best connection in the league. I think, I don't think it was a fluke at all. You know, obviously, um, both historic seasons and with another year of development, I think they could definitely repeat. Um, I mean, he averaged what 25 points a game this year. That's just insane from a guy that was definitely not top 10 last year. Uh, so, yeah, but um, moving on to uh, number four, I got Justin Herbert rookie of the year, rookie passing touchdown record holder. Um, you know, he only, he only, he only played 15 games this year and still finished as QB nine, which is Ridiculous for a rookie also. Um, I think with a full season of Austin Eckler uh, and a new coaching staff that he's got now, it's just – it's going to it's gonna be a better season for Herbert this year. I think he's going to take a step and show that he's poised to be, you know, the new great NFL QB in the league. Um, I know you also have him at four, Liam, so explain to me some of your reasoning. Yeah, I mean, I think like you talked about it with the coaching staff, I'm really high on uh, this Rams defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley. I think – you know, he's definitely been able to pick the mind of Sean McVay as he's been there because these guys know that when they're able to lead a top defense like he did, um, they're going to be able to get a head coaching spot. But I think, you know, especially if this defense plays well, it's going to be opportunities for Herbert to get on the field with that offense and make a lot of plays, you know, especially if Derwin James comes back. I know defense doesn't have a huge impact, but I think it might indirectly affect it. But, I mean, like we said, Keenan Allen's one of the best safety blankets we have in the league. I think Mike Williams, it's going to be a really telling season next year. I don't know if he's on. I think he might be up for a contract this offseason. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, I can pick that real quick. Yeah, but yeah, Jose will look that up. But um, otherwise, I think the two young guys that they had at wide receiver, uh, Gutton and Johnson, I think, were the two guys that are coming on later in the season. They're playing well. And I think it'll be interesting to see what they do if they're picking the draft. I know a lot of people have been slotting a wide receiver to them or even Kyle Pitts. And I think if Kyle Pitts is a huge upgrade over uh, Hunter Henry, as much as Hunter Henry is a good tight end in the league, we know that. I think Kyle Pitts is a generational talent, a tight end that we haven't seen in a while. So I think it weighs heavy on what they do in the draft this offseason. And if they're able to get another weapon, I think Herbert's definitely solidifying himself in this top five. Oh, uh, yeah. Mike Williams in his contract year, uh, they exercise his fifth-year option, so he will be unrestricted after this year. Okay. But, I mean, we've seen Mike Williams, you know, there's always hype around him that, you know, he's this big guy who's going to catch high points and then outside balls. But the dude can never stay healthy, and his hands are just so inconsistent sometimes. Um, and I feel like sometimes he just struggles to get open, you know, even against guys that, you know, he should be able to beat, you know, off the line or even it just, like, through straight power or height. Like, he just can't do it sometimes. Um, but hopefully he can put it together. This is his contract year. So if he wants to get paid again, you know, Put, put a season. I mean, you've got everything around you. You've got a great QB. You've got a great um, coaching staff behind you and a running back. Like, just put a great season. But um, 
Carson, talk about your number four. I know you got Kyler Murray over there. Uh, yeah, I got Kyler. I just think he has, like, another gear to go to. I think, obviously, like, you know, he was basically QB1 for, like, the whole first half of the season. And, you know, that shoulder injury um, was definitely super noticeable. Mm-hmm. Bottom down, I think, you know, barring another injury, I, I just expect to see those first, you know, first season – First half numbers just continue through. I think the you know the rushing touchdowns uh, might regress a little bit, but like still like the rushing volume is going to be there. And I expect uh, the passing yards to go up because I just like I feel like you know they desperately need like another wide receiver or possibly even like a tight end. Um, and if they get one of those two, like a solid wide receiver too, because I mean honestly like you know Larry, you know Hall of Famer, but Larry's you know super old. Kirk, he's super inconsistent. I can't really trust him. It's like a go-to wide receiver too and then they basically like, don't really have a tight end um so i think getting getting one of those two you know like herbert like you know uh, we'll get to, i'll get to him in a sec but like just like a wide receiver two away from just increasing you know those passing yards are just gonna go up even more um but yeah and it's, and it's just with the rushing with him i mean murray like you know him and lamar are just so dangerous and I think he's you know low-key like more efficient runner uh than Lamar, and yeah, I got him at four. I think like like him and Herbert are two guys like like they still have like another gear to go to, which is just crazy. Like they have like they both have like QB one potential. Definitely. Um, did Larry Fitz like make a decision yet? He's gonna play. I, I feel like he's retired. Yeah. Come back. I can't imagine him being much value regardless. That would sway yeah. Murray being a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, but I mean, Kirk, I really hope Kirk like can stay healthy and stay consistent. Cause I feel like he's actually a really nice receiver. He's had um, some really good games last year. Like yeah. I think he had yeah. a couple ones. He just can't string them together. Wasn't playing well. I think against Seattle, he had a pretty big game. I think like two touchdowns, a hundred plus yards. So. Yeah. He's definitely solid. Um, yeah, they just really need to develop him. And, uh, it's just the consistency with him. And they really need, like, a tight end. He needs, like, a guy, like, obviously Hopkins, like, rapper, but he needs, like, that guy that kind of, like, that LC, that Mark Andrews, just, like, okay. you know, free him up in the middle of the field. Yeah, kind of like, he needs that safety blanket. I mean, obviously, you've got Hopkins, but Hopkins is getting doubled, like, all the yeah. time, you know, but. Especially, like, if, Kirk, if Kirk's going to be out and he's going to be injured, like, yeah, they're going to double hop. He needs that safety. Can't be relying on freaking Dan Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, moving on to number five, uh, we've all got a different guy here. Uh, <laughs> we got Deshaun Watson. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure he finished as the QB five this year as well. Um, but I think regardless of whatever team you know he ends up on, he's gonna ball out. Um, I mean, you saw what he did this year with pretty much no weapons, David Johnson and a bag of chips. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he scored a touchdown, uh, a passing touchdown in every single game. Um, except one where he still had a rushing touchdown in over 340 yards. So uh, I think he's get, you know he's gonna ball regardless, uh, especially well if he obviously there's the the threat of him holding out. But um, if he's playing, you know he's I'm drafting him as a top five QB. I'm starting him pretty much every week. Um, yeah, just a top option all the time. But um, I'll start with you this time, Liam. Yeah, so, I mean, looking at mine, I got Lamar Jackson. As you guys see on the other list, I got the highest Lamar Jackson placement on here. I just think, you know, this man continues to be criticized. People keep saying, oh, this guy's a running back. I mean, as good as he is of, like, running the ball, this guy's, you know, there's a reason why he was MVP. I mean, sure, like, things just kind of went his way that season. But, I mean, you got to look at it now. Like, he ended his season, uh, like, this year, that the second half of the season – he was on a tear. He was going out there. He was showing, like, that run game was popping. And when the run game's working for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson's at his best. And, you know, now he's got the monkey off his back that he got that playoff win. I just see, like, it's going to be a lot easier for Lamar to, you know, go out there. Because, I mean, people that realize, like, Lamar's been all, all under all this criticism that he finally got his first playoff win in his first year. And, I mean, you see the guy behind him on my list, Matt Stafford, has not won a playoff game his entire career. And, obviously, there's situational stuff in there. But this man, Lamar Jackson, continues to be picked on. And I think, I mean, he plays in one of the – like, AFC right now is one of the like, best conferences we've seen in a while. Like, it's – His division is tough, man. And his division's tough. tough, yeah. I mean, he's got 
three, I mean, three, there's three like up and rising quarterbacks with himself included in that team. And then there's also the Steelers who have a nice defense. But I mean, I think yeah. Jackson, the main thing, we got to see him get another weapon this offseason. Marquise Brown, I mean, thank God they got rid of their wide receivers uh, coach who's now going to go coach the Texans. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, he was, was able to make Marquise Brown and anything, but maybe if someone can be brought in, I don't know who they brought in to be the wide receivers coach. Maybe it can turn Marquise Brown in something. You know, Devin DuVernay showed some promise. Hopefully Mark Andrews comes back. And, uh, I mean, I've been doing some mock drafts myself for fun, slotting people in positions, and I just really hope they find a way to get a receiver in this draft. I think Terrence Marshall out of LSU, Rashad Bateman, more of a kind of a bigger receiver, you know, 6'1 and up with some speed, the ability to go downfield, the ability to make plays in the middle of the field. I think that's what Lamar Jackson needs. You know, we saw what Josh Allen did with Diggs. I think they need to get something for Lamar to get Lamar, you know, contending in the AFC with these other guys. Yeah. I mean, I think he not only needs, like, a, a straight-line speed guy because Marquise is, like, that straight-line speed guy. He needs someone that can just run around and get open, um, you know, when the play breaks down, similar uh-huh. to, like, like a Tyreek Hill or something like that. Obviously, Tyreek Hill is a generational talent, but um, you get what I'm saying? Like, someone that can, you know, when Lamar is scrambling or stepping up in the pocket, like, find those those pockets to get open in space and yeah. get you know, that opportunity for Lamar to make that play because right now – you know, he's got Marquise Brown, who's like, what, 5'9", <laughs> and he's just going to go out there and run streaks. Like, Lamar doesn't have the arm for that. He's he's not going to be out here throwing streaks all game. So, you just need that guy to, to get open over the middle or underneath. And he was doing good in fantasy after he lost his star left tackle. I mean, obviously, Orlando mm-hmm. Brown filled in. But Ronnie Stanley's probably the best left tackle we have in the game up there with David Bakhtiari. But, I mean – we got to see. I know Orlando Brown. I've been seeing some stuff that he's having some complications with his contract. But hopefully, they bring him back. They got a solid offensive line. Just need to get a weapon and let Lamar unleash. And they need a real, like, I don't know if they're going to stick with Dobbins, but I'm pretty sure they let go of Mark Ingram. They yeah. just need a consistent running back. And I think uh, Dobbins is the truth. I really yeah, I think Dobbins is going to be their guy. Yeah. I hope they stick with him the whole year next year because if they do, I'm <laughs> buying all the stock in him. Yeah, I don't want to see, like, I mean, no offense, like, Gus Edwards, guys like that, but yeah, just, like, keep it, like, with Dobbins because, like, he showed at the end of the season, like, like he's the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, moving on to you, Carson. Uh, yeah, I got Herbert at five. Um, I like Joe Lombardi as their OC, who was a member of the Saints coaching staff for, for a long time. He was a QB coach, like, the last four seasons. I think this is an amazing fit, just, you know, someone that, you know, was coaching that was, you know, with, you know, Drew Brees – uh, you know, for four years, you know, and I think you know, something that, you know, Herbert, great deep ball, you know, obviously incredible, but I think the short passing game is, you know, once that gets unlocked and having Eckler come back, that's going to unlock even more. I think that's like, you know, that's going to increase his ceiling even more because we know how great it is with the deep ball, but you know, getting those check downs, getting those like five, 10 yard pass, that's just going to keep adding to his uh, fantasy potential. Um, and I think, you know, being someone that worked with Drew Brees is like, you know, short passing game specialist. Um, will really help. Um, and just like a new head coach as well, I think. Um, I don't know, I just felt like with, um, gosh, I forgot his name, Lynn, Anthony Lynn. I just feel like he was just kind of like, he, he was like holding him back a little bit too. Like, I think there's just another level he can get to. I love Lombardi. I love just like the new coaching staff they have. Um, and, you know, it's a common theme, but again, he needs another weapon as well. Um, and, like a tight end too. I mean, like Hunter Henry, he can never stay on the field. Um, but I just love like the fact that, you know, obviously it was great last year. Uh, it's going to be his second year. We all know like, you know, what happens in the second year for a lot of these guys. Um, and just the coach, the coaching for me is like the big thing. I think like, he'd be, like top five, I think like five is like, like the lowest he'll go. Like I think like, there's just so much. Potential for yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Lynn held the whole team back. I mean, you saw, yeah. In Herbert's first game, I mean, they were in it all the way up until the end where they choked it in the end. And I feel like they had a stretch where they were just choking games. I mean, they choked – I think it was a two-touchdown lead to the Lions. And then they had one where there was just – no one had any idea what they were doing. Like, the field goal unit was going out, but everyone was still out there, and then the time ran out. So, they yeah. choked against the Chiefs. Yeah. They could have yeah. been the Chiefs. First game, in his first game. Yeah. Um, and they just had, like, inconsistent running game. Like, they just had – and you can see the game like the whole season. Yeah. And I think, you know, having Eckler, you know, 
hopefully healthy throughout the whole season. That that's going to be huge because not only unlocks that running game, it's going to get those checkdowns and those short yardage. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. I saw a statistic that said they would have been ten and six if they won every game at half. If every game ended at halftime, which just shows <sighs> it's been a consistency with this team. Though this team continues, and that's why I think as good as Anthony Lynn, I mean. He wasn't that bad of a coach. I think some situational stuff happened with some health on his team. But, I mean, this team wasn't able to finish games, and hopefully, you know, they can come in, this new coaching staff, and they can be able to win some games out here. Yeah, I mean, Lynn got him winning to the half. I mean, he got him, like, leading, like, for most of the game. But, yeah, just doing like, why not? He could, you know, close it. Yeah. Um, moving on to my number six, though, we got – um, for a lot of guys, you know, the first half season MVP, I mean, he always tears it up, you know, the first like six eight to eight games. And then this season, he just kind of fell off in the past, you know, the last few weeks. I don't really know what it was. I mean, I think it's got to be Carroll. Um, but I think with a full season, um, he's always going to start hot and, you know, more development from Metcalf. He's always, you know, Wilson's always going to be reliable. You know, he's going to get you those, you know, 18, 22 points every week, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, he's my number six. What about you, Liam? Yeah, so I actually put Matthew Stafford on here. I sent this list in to Jose and Carson even before this trade had happened. And it was actually kind of funny to me. And I'm still going to slot him here. Um, I mean, let's just take a look at here. Now in L.A., he's got Cooper Cup. He's got Van Jefferson. He's got Robert Woods as his deep threat. He's got Tyler Higby. And I know Joe Everett's a free agent this year. But if not, I mean, they still got four options. And they got Cam Akers. I think this is the best cast that Stafford's been surrounded with his career. Obviously, there's no one to the level of Megatron. But, I mean, I don't think – people might say – there's a lot of criticism. People think – some people think Matt Stafford's a top-ten quarterback. Other people might say that, you know, he's just empty stats, empty stats. But the way I see it, the way Jared Goff looked so bad in his first year without Sean McVay, I mean, this Jared Goff looked like he shouldn't have been in the league. So imagine – he, now, Sean McVay is inheriting a quarterback that was a former number one overall pick. I mean, honestly, Jared Goff was too. But this guy's got some talent. You know, we've seen it out here. He's been able to, you know, real, bring Detroit back into games. He's, I think, one of the top guys with fourth quarter comebacks in his career. Um, I think Sean McVay can turn this guy into something. You know, he's got some real talent on this kid. I mean, I'm not kid. He's like 32. But yeah. people keep saying that, like, I've been, I've been watching a lot of videos talking about this trade, saying how, oh, like, Cooper Cup's going to have a bad fantasy year because he, Jared, I mean, Stafford isn't good at throwing an underneath receivers. When has he ever had a good underneath receiver in his career? You can say Danny Amendola was a good one. Marvin Jones is a deep threat. Kenny Galladay is a deep threat. And Calvin Johnson's the biggest fucking deep, excuse me, he's the biggest deep threat <laughs> we've seen in a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's one of the most dominant ones we've seen. So I think – this offense is going to be electric, and don't forget this was the number one defense in the league last year with the L.A. Rams. I think this NFC West, as scary as it was this year, everyone's going to be healthy next year, and it's going to be even scarier, especially if the 49ers are able to secure themselves the quarterback. Makes this mm -hmm. league a whole – I mean, this NFC a whole lot messier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you saw Mike Vey was able to turn – into a Super Bowl, you know, cal caliber QB. I mean – Granted, it was the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen, but um, with Matt, I mean, I think Matt Stafford definitely every season he's got to be in conversation for top ten because of his arm talent, you know, alone. But um, I think he's he's in a good situation in LA. He, I could definitely see him finishing. I don't know about six, but definitely top ten for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of fringe based on his health at times. I know he does have some health concerns. Uh, he's been in and out some seasons, but. I said six is his peak in my notes, and I think mm -hmm. his floor is 12. Yeah. I yeah. Um, what about you, Liam? I mean, Carson. Um, yeah, I had Rodgers here at six. Um, you know, obviously, I expect, like, some regression just because, you know, he had a you know MVP season last year. You know, it's going to be hard to, uh, you know, repeat that. But, you know, you're still – he's only going to be a year older. Um, you know, still has Devontae Adams, plus, you know, some of his other – uh, you know, receivers, uh, you know, we're getting like more and more experience and more confidence. Um, this previous season, um, you know, plus Tanya and plus uh, Bakhtiari will be back and healthy. Um, just could, you know, a little bit of concern that, you know, they are probably going to lose Aaron Jones, but I think 
uh, you know, Jamal Williams and then, you know, Dylan did show a lot of promise. Um, I think those guys will be uh, just fine and, um, you know, keeping the offense balanced. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just Rogers, the fact that, you know, still has Adams um, and, you know, the four uh, playoffs, whatever, but they're still really good in the regular season. And uh, yeah, I just expect Rogers to, you know, keep doing his thing. Yeah. He looks like it's someone... just a safe pick to me. Like, I think, you know, it's Rogers. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, it looks like somebody's granddad in this picture, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think they really need, they just need another guy. Like, they won't it, draft one. That's what they they're going to do. That's, they're going to they, go some, like, cornerback or something. They're going to go, like, line, interior yeah. defensive line. They're going to screw them over because they're. Matt LaFleur, I think there's some controversy there in the locker room. I think they're trying to look towards Jordan Love, which it's going to be interesting. He's not going to get traded because we already saw L.A. try to trade for him. He wouldn't trade him. But then again, that's NFC trout trading, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Dude, they spent they spent a first-round pick on a QB. You know, I feel like they're definitely going to have sh- uh, Rodgers on a shorter leash this season um, because he did – he had a few games this season where he struggled. Um. And, you know, they kept him in there just because, like, you know, he had been on a tear the whole season like, before that. But I think definitely if he starts to struggle, especially early on, um, I could see him getting benched and then just have, you know, just throw Jordan Love in there. Similar to, like, how Carson Wentz got benched this season. Just toss him in there and just see what happens. Because at this point, um, you know, there, there's really nothing you can do. Just do He was just so season. good this season. I just don't expect him to, like, regress like a bat. Far. Yeah. And also, his division is so trash. I mean, they you know get to play the Vikings, the Bears, and the Lions each twice. I mean, those are all you know. You know, he's gonna go off against those guys. Yeah. Um, I feel that's like another factor. I feel like he he could he's like a streaky QB. Like when he's hot, hot. But then he could have like a stretch of two three games where he's just... yeah. Because I don't know, has he really had two consistent good years in a row in his career? I mean, dating maybe dating back in his like mid twenties, but I mean. I don't think the year before this year, he wasn't really particularly a great quarterback fantasy wise. Or even yeah, he, was like, okay. he wasn't really, I mean, he was obviously like regarded as a good quarterback. And then, I mean, he, his, his record just gets diminished every time he loses in the NFC championship, which is every mm-hmm. goddamn time he gets there. But I am worried though with him that, you know, obviously like this year, the big thing was like he was super motivated because they got Jordan Love. But I think after like, you know, that has to be like super just like heartbreaking after, you know, Lost to Tampa, like Tampa Bay. It's like, damn, we have to like go through another season. It just kind of like feels like hopeless with Green Bay. It's like, are they like, I mean, yeah, they're still going to be like, you know, in contention in the NFC, but they really need like, you know, another like contender to get like a massive injury or something to you know, get in the Super Bowl. I don't think they're good enough to, uh, you know, I don't think they're like the clear uh, number one team. Like, there's always going to be like a team that's like at least better than them. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if Tampa loses. It's just going to look so bad on them because it's like, okay, we lost to Tampa and Tampa lost to Mahomes. Like, look at – we are not only one step removed, like we are two steps removed from even being close. Exactly. And then all yeah. these other quarterbacks that are young are getting better. And, I mean, as it yeah. has to be, unless he's going to be like Tom Brady how he ages, he's just going to be getting worse and his supporting cast is going to be getting worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we're getting close to Rodgers hanging up the boots, but – yeah, I mean, I think he's still going to be a solid option this year regardless. So. Yeah. Um, moving on to my number seven. I mean, after you hyped him up, Liam, I kind of want to move him up to, like, number four or something. But <laughs> um, it's – I mean, for me, it's my biggest question mark. I mean, he's obviously the best rushing threat in the league. He's rushed up for over 1,000 yards. But he also never surpassed 300 passing yards a single game this season. Um, but he did step it up big time towards the end. Uh, in the in the playoffs, in the fantasy playoffs, when it mattered, um, and you know he had multiple hundred yard rushing games, but I just I need to see him take a step as a passer, uh, more consistently. You know, throwing multiple touchdown games. You know, games over at least two fifty. Like, can you give me two fifty on a consistent basis, Lamar? Um, but yeah, if exactly. he can, if he can really do that, I think you know we can definitely see him uh, in that top three, top four range. But uh, I haven't seen it, so I'll put, I'll have him at seven for now. I know you also have him at seven, Carson. So I'll start with you. Yeah, um, you know, I just expect him to have a bounce back year because I think you know, last year, even though it was, I don't know where exactly he finished. It wasn't like nine. That's still you know actually pretty solid. But I think 
ways being drafted and the hype, uh, obviously, you know, kind of fail those expectations. I just don't really see him, you know, doing that again. I think he'll have a bounce back. I think the key, you know, we mentioned earlier, I think the key is like Dobbins, um, you know, who played extremely well at the end of the season. I think if he keeps playing like that or at least you know, a little less than that, that just opens up everything because not only do you have to worry about him, you got always have to worry about Lamar running him. Both of those guys uh, just opens up the play action. It just opens up for you know, Andrews, Brown, their other receivers. And I think where his receiving core lacks in talent, just the fact that those two guys are going to be such a threat running, it just opens up the field for them. And it's going to make it easier for uh, his passing weapons. And that's why I feel like he's going to have that bounce back here. Because, you know, you know the Russian is going to be there. Um, and, you know, he kind of set the bar pretty low for his passing. I mean, he was only average. He was only, he was getting like the hundreds uh, for passing yards. I just don't really expect that again. I think, uh, you know, he's good, at least in like the 200s for most games. I just, I just really don't think he's going to be as bad as he was passing last year, um, this upcoming season. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they could also like, if, Getting like another receiver, like a solid wide receiver two or something, or wide receiver one, like that would like make me feel even better about this ranking. Yeah, I mean, this is this was what his second or third year as a starter. Was it his third year as a starter? Third, actually, um, no, 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 second because he won MVP his first year starting, so it's the second. Yeah, year. second like full year, year in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, like second full yeah. year starting. Year four, year three starter next season. The league's got mm-hmm. he's got two full years of Lamar tape to watch, and I feel like they still can't hold him. Like you still he's too fast. You, you still yeah. can't catch him. You, like you the, can watch all the you can watch all the tape on Tyree Kill, and you you can't catch him. Like yeah, I mean Lamar's just not a traditional quarterback. I mean when people like the running game a quarterback brings, like we were talking when I was talking about Josh Allen when he was playing in the playoffs, like his running game is totally different, like than a running back's running game because they get different holes. Like in the same thing, Lamar Jackson's game, the holes Josh Allen is, but he's 10 times faster. He's 10 times faster than all these other quarterbacks. He's just got some wheels on him. He's so elusive. We saw in his MVP season, we continue to see it. So, I mean, I, I already said my case for him. So, there's no much need to get more to it. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see him finishing like top five for sure. Um, just yeah. like step it up, especially after that loss where he got hurt. Um, you know, just kind of have that chip on his shoulder, come back better than ever. Uh huh. I just need to see it. Um, what about you, Liam? Talk about yeah. Yourself. So I mean, obviously, you had number six. You had Wilson and number number Wilson's number seven on my list. Um, I drafted him in fantasy. I think the last two years, he's always a consistent option, but I just have some question marks going into this next season. Um, I was wondering, like, because I know he has two really good defenses. At least I think next year, San Francisco, despite losing Salah, still going to be a top unit. So let's say they go against the Rams and the 49ers twice. That's four games against you know, arguably two top five units in the NFL defense. And they go against the Colts away. They go against the Washington football team away. Uh, I think those are going to be two hard battles to deal with. And then the Saints defense at home, which will still be a hard one to deal with. So I think they got some hard defenses ahead of them. Obviously, it doesn't mean defenses is everything about it. And then, I mean, they do get, go against Green Bay away. And um, Jair Alexander is definitely going to be able to lock down DK Metcalf. As much as DK Metcalf is a good receiver, Jair Alexander is a awesome – cornerback, um, but stop digressing, though. I think this Seahawks team is going to be sticking to a lot to their run game. Obviously, they just got rid of their offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer, and they just fired him this offseason. So, it'll be interesting to see. We don't know. I mean, Pete Carroll might have a bigger say now. I don't know if they've hired a new offensive coordinator. I think they might have. I, I don't, I'm not aware of that, though. But um, I think this run game, they're going to have Rashad Penny fully healthy. They should have Chris Carson fully healthy. So I think they're going to be doing a lot of, you know, action, trying to build up that run game because that's what this team's known for. That's the reason why they made all these deep playoff runs because they haven't won a conference championship game or even, like, won many playoff games. I think since 2017 they have, like, one playoff win, if I'm not mistaken. And Blake Bortles yeah. has uh, doubled that. So, um, I mean, Russell Wilson's going to be consistent, but if we see the end of the season Russell Wilson next year, he's number nine on my list or number ten, so – uh, it looks like they hired uh, Shane Waldron as their OC. It says he's, know never, he's, from. he's never coached in a regular season game or called plays in a regular season game. That makes me very <laughs> not confident. Yeah. Yeah. But it says he's coached under three Super Bowl winning QB. I mean, uh, head coaches. Oh, do you know what tree he's from? Well, I'll look that up. You guys get into your next one. He was an intern for Belichick. So. Okay. 
Well, Belichick coaching tree besides Brian Flores is terrible. That's kind of shit. Yeah, yeah that kind of Especially dudes named Bill O'Brien. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving on. Bama's OC, but yeah. Um, moving on to my number eight. I mean, Rogers. We kind of touched on everything about him. I, he finished this year as the QB three. I see inevitable regression. There's no way uh, he finishes as Q, top three QB again. And I definitely am not taking him over anyone in my top three, or even anyone in the top five. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think definitely we might see some Jordan Love this year for sure, especially if he's if he struggles um, and he's just looking terrible. Just toss him in there. Why not? Yeah. Um, probably the most interesting. We'll 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 leave we'll leave Liam's number eight to last. <laughs> I'll let you go, Carson. Uh, yeah, I mean, you already, uh, the only thing about Russ, I mean, yeah, Russ is Russ. Like, um, you know, you don't really feel like great if you're drafting him as like a top three to five quarterback. But him like that half of the top five like shoot like hey like it's russell wilson um yeah want to see that new oc but i just think they started out the season so hot and then it kind of fizzled out i think this season will be like you know more balanced more spread out it won't be like so hot and cold it's be like pretty solid and consistent um and you know it's russ i mean he's still gonna have dk he's still gonna have um you know lock it um and you know hopefully chris carson stay healthy because you know he's you know he's someone that's like you know really like solid solid uh rb2 like when he's actually healthy it just that's the thing he never stays healthy um so yeah i just like russ because of um you know his like body of work his consistency over i mean he wasn't really consistent last season but like throughout his career he's been consistently a solid fantasy guy so that's why i haven't made yeah um for sure, Russ. I mean, he's always a good option to pick up, especially especially if you're getting him as your QB two. I think for sure, like that's that's great value. Like, let's say you go, um, like you get Murray in like the seventh round or something, and then you get Wilson in like the eleventh or something. Wilson yeah. always falls. He always yeah. falls every. He year. always falls. Yeah, because they always overlook him. They're like, oh, it's just Wilson. But he always, I feel like he always performs at least decently well. That's how I feel about Rodgers. Like, I feel like everyone's gonna. Yeah, and I'll get into it at the end. There's one guy none of us have on our list who's playing in the Super Bowl this weekend. So yeah, yeah, but he's also 44 years old, anyways. Right. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah, um, I mean, is it 2015 or am I tripping? Is that Matt Ryan at number eight? Yes, you do see Matt Ryan <laughs> at number eight. I really like the hire of Arthur Smith as head coach. He was able to, I mean, alongside, I mean, what's his name? Mike Rabel isn't really an offensive mind, I'm pretty sure. He played outside linebacker in the NFL, so he's more from a defensive background. Um, I think this Arthur Smith hire, he was able to rejuvenate Ryan Tannehill's career, and I think Matt Ryan's a more talented quarterback. I mean, that's probably, you know, a little bit of a bold statement there. But, I mean, Shanahan was able to make this guy an MVP a couple years ago. I mean, I don't think he's going to be an MVP, but you got to realize he's got a really good receiving cap core around him. Hayden Hurst played a really good in his first year in Atlanta, replacing Austin Hooper. Calvin Ridley's a certified wide receiver one now. Uh, Julio Jones obviously went healthy as wide receiver one as well. And I really like uh, Russell Gage this year. He played really well. I see some improvement in him. And especially given that this run game is literally dog bleep for the Falcons, I think they're going to be throwing a lot this year. I mean, as much as I know Arthur Smith has been talking about trying to get a back that, you know, that can be a workload carry like Derrick Henry. It's going to be hard to find anyone, you know, in the draft or even in the free agency that's going to be able to resemble that. But I just see – I just have a feeling about Matt Ryan. He always finds his way to be at the top of the passing yard leader. And I think, you know, Calvin Ridley, I think, might have been out a game or two this year. And then I think Julio Jones probably should be healthier this year. I just see a good season for Matt Ryan. I don't think he's warranted drafting in the top 10, but I think he could be someone that, you know, if you want to take a risk on a, good, a QB2, I think he has more upside than some of these other guys that you might want to take a risk on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he is he is 36 years old. Um, I've definitely seen some regression on, like, his accuracy and his, uh, you know, obviously his throwing power, but that's just going to happen with age. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, with, with a healthy receiver record uh, of Ridley, Gage, and, and Julio, and definitely – probably one of the best in the league and um who do they got at running back is it uh hill or Edo smith? smith or yeah todd Gurley's leaving so yeah i mean 
I could definitely see him having a decent season. He's definitely got upside uh, as far as, you know, those those guys towards the bottom half of the top ten. But I don't I – don't, I just don't know, bro, Matt Ryan. To see, I him, to see him at eight, I think they need to, like, pull Green Bay and, like, draft a quarterback first round just to, like, motivate him. Because I think yeah. Yeah. Been, that, no, that the is the thing, though. Because yeah. I know Justin Bowl, Fields – kind of been, like, mid. They just, like, they haven't been known, like, they haven't really been going anywhere. But you got to think about it, too. I mean – they have a lot of things. Defense is probably the most likely position that they should go with the fourth overall pick. But, I mean, they could go Justin Fields. And I don't think Justin Fields makes sense to start over Matt Ryan in his first year. Because I think Matt Ryan's still a good quarterback in the NFL. So is a, but, yeah, it still is. It's going to give that Jordan Love effect. I mean, that's kicking a risk there. But, I mean, I don't think they'd go like Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. And if they did, that'd be crazy. That's I mean, yeah, they're receiving for us already. Like, it wouldn't be a terrible idea, though, because I think we all see Julio Jones is just having a health regression. Not even as a player he's regressing, but health-wise, uh, he might be on the team. kind of giving up on him. It's kind of like that uh, Megatron-type type thing. Yeah. No, but, I mean, Calvin Ridley's still going to be able to make a big impact, and Hayden Hurst still a solid tight end out there. Mm-hmm. Ridley is literally Julio, just younger. Well – He's also predominantly a route runner, while Julio is a deep threat. But yeah, I don't know. I just I, I see really, really still a beast. So I get what you, he puts oh. up like similar numbers. Like I'm, I'm just happy because they got the two Alabama guys just balling out there. Yeah, yeah, they got Julio's son basically. Yeah. Um, Ross Smith, three way, yeah. three way Alabama yeah. killers. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be dirty. Moving on to my dark horse, you know, potential best value for the next year. Uh, Dak, Mr. Dak Prescott himself. People forget he led the pa- the league in passing yards after week six when he went down in week five after only half a game. <laughs> um, yeah, I think – I mean, it was just an ankle injury. You know, it's, it's not like an arm injury or like a shoulder injury or anything like that. I think definitely he's still got all the arm talent in the world. Um, and he's got the winner mentality. He's going to come back ready. I don't doubt that he's going to be, you know, as healthy as ever. And, you know, he's going to come back and, and just pick up where he left off. And if I could definitely see him falling out of the top 10 because people love to hate Dak Prescott. And um, I could definitely see him finishing, you know, as, as, as good as top five even for sure because I believe in my guy. But uh, No, yeah. I mean, just to add on to that, Dak Prescott's in my honorable mention list. Like he's going to be in that 11 to 13 range for me. It, this the injury does scare me a little bit. I mean, is he going to be fully healthy to come back to the beginning of the season? I know you said it's an ankle injury, but I mean, there's a lot of like question marks going around. And also, I don't trust this coaching staff at all. Uh, is Dak going to be able to be surrounded by a good old line to protect him? Because that's what gave him the success early in his career. No, not am I saying I understand Dak Prescott. Uh, he's definitely a top ten quarterback in the league, but um, I do have some question marks. I think they might also take a look at doing a more of a run heavy scheme. Uh, just at least in the beginning of the season to try and get Dak Prescott fresh again. So, I mean, they got two backs that, you know, they both bring their value. They're both dynamic in their own ways with Pollard and Zeke. So that's why I don't have Prescott on there. It was a hard one for me to put in. I mean, Prescott could be my t- my number 10 or even like I could even take Matt Ryan off my list, but I just have my reservations at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. I just got a feeling, man, especially if he falls like – Normally, I, I don't draft QBs in the first, like, top 10 rounds. Um, so, if, if he's there in round 10, I'm taking him. Like, he's going to be my QB1. But, uh, yeah, moving on to you, uh, Liam. Yeah, so, I mean, not to beat a dead bush, but we got Aaron Rodgers down here at number nine. Um, most people would not put Matt Ryan over Aaron Rodgers. But, like we are saying, I just – it's so hard for me to see, like, this historical run keep going with – Aaron Rodgers. I mean, kind of looking at my notes, I mean, I think he's still going to remain in Green Bay. I don't imagine he's going to get traded this season. But because uh, Green Bay just gives him the best opportunity to win. Um, I do see a drop off in his play, though, but not too drastic. Teams are definitely going to find ways to slow down Devontae Adams. Like uh, he was able to get slowed down um, during the playoffs against Tampa Bay, he was able to hold him, I mean, pretty decently. But um, I don't think, I mean, Robert Tunyon, as good as we might have him on our lists uh, when we get the tight ends. I think 
he didn't really he had his season was overshadowed by his one game where he had 97 yards and three touchdowns, which put him in the double digits for touchdowns. I think he's still a good receiver. Um, we got to see more out of MVS though. We got to see more out of Lazard, and it's just hard because Lazard started off the season averaging like 17 fantasy points a game. He was on fire, and then he got injured, and mm-hmm. then he was nothing nothing of value there. So, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of controversy in Green Bay this season. Um, like we said, we were talking about earlier of Jordan Love, so I'll just leave it like that. Seems like there's controversy in there every season. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Has to be. Um, but yeah, uh, Carson, you want to touch on your number nine? Uh, yeah, I mean Stafford. You know, um, I think arm talent is uh, you know way better than Goff's. He's you know not like super mobile, but he's like mobile enough. He's you know still great at throwing on the run. I think. Like, that's just the element that they've, like, really been missing because, like, Goff is just super slow. He's like, not really – they try to get him out, but is he, re- like, is he really that great on the run? Um, and I think this is just, like, a perfect uh, perfect fit for McVay. I'm super excited. Uh, you know, strong arm. Uh, and this, like, really, like, you know, Stafford, like, this could be, like, the return of, like, that Super Bowl offense. Because, um, I really, like, do believe in Cam Akers. Um, I think he's going to be, like, you know, really solid next season. Um and just like that offense is just going to be crazy. I mean, Woods, uh, you know, Cup, uh, you know, going to be great. I think Higby, you know, what uh, Stafford was able to do with, with Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson's like much more talented, but uh, still, you know, Higby might get a little bit of an upgrade. Um, and I'm just excited, man, because I think, you know, like you could tell McVay just like he knew like golf was just limited. And I think Stafford, you know, like more mobile, stronger arm, you know, better in clutch situations. You don't have to force upon a play action. Stafford can just play. I mean, you don't even need to establish a play action with him. You, he can just throw. I mean, he's a you know, proven, uh, you know, he gets his, uh, not really, uh, you know, playoffs yet. Obviously, you mentioned that, but just like, you know, stats wise, fourth quarter, he's shown that. Um, and I was really excited because I, like, I think, you know, he kind of is like that missing piece for them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I have him as my number 10, so I'm just kind of basically add on to what you said. But um, I feel like this guy's still in his prime. I mean, he's only 32, um, and he played a full season. You know, granted, not a great season from the Lions, but I feel like, you know, with the Rams, if they can really get Akers going early and stick with him, you know, they can really have, like, that well-oiled machine of the Rams like we've seen. Uh, yeah. You know, and this is like this is like a legacy check. Like obviously, like Stafford's like, all right, we all know he's been you know, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the leagues. He puts up the numbers, but it's just like, oh, okay, like oh, you know, we can excuse the uh, absences and whatnot because he hasn't uh, you know, had the team around him. Now it's like, all right, we know you're great. Like now, like show us why you're the number one pick. Like why you've been so good. Like go out there and like prove it in the playoffs. Like get like. You know, make a run and like show why you know everyone's been backing you for so long. Yeah, because if he doesn't do well, if he yeah. doesn't do well, I wouldn't put him in the uh, Hall of Fame conversation. It's gonna be bad. Like, he's gonna turn on him for show. Yeah, like what if they don't even make the playoffs, bro? Yeah, it's that hard. would look bad. That's and a possibility easy. for sure. In that tall, yeah, league. just because his division is so tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean the Niners and the Cardinals are probably the ones that are scraping at the most. I think the Rams are pretty certified of that strong defense and the Seahawks really came along with their defense at the end of the year. I mean, if, if the 49ers are able to get someone in the draft at quarterback or they were able to get, you know, if they throw the house at Deshaun Watson. Uh, and I think if, if it's going to work, like if the Stafford-Rams experiment is going to work, like you think it's going to work, like it's going to – it would happen this year or not because, like, you know, Donald, you know, defense is only going to get older. Um you know, they don't really have that much in terms of, like, future assets. They trade them all away for you know, the stars they have now. Like, they're in, like, win-now mode for sure. They need to, like, get there this season or potentially next. But it's not like, you know, you're expecting like to have, like, a crazy, like, four- or five-year window. Like, yeah, Stafford's, like, not crazy old, but he's still, like, on the older side compared to most of these quarterbacks. So, yeah. Because there's a lot of money allocated to their top three guys. I mean, if you put Stafford in yes. there, you got Jalen Ramsey and Donald. I mean, they're both Donald. on top of the positions getting paid, so it's gonna be hard to keep this team along for a while. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money, money, money. Um, so, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. So let me get this straight. 
The reason you guys didn't include Dak was because of injury concerns and O-line and coaching staff concerns. But <laughs> you guys put you guys are putting a second coming into a second year Joe Burrow who has no O-line tore his ACL. We need a timeout. We need a timeout. We need a timeout. All right. All right. No, My, I, I got Burrow and Dak were neck and neck. But the, I, know you're I only put they were neck and neck. Like literally, if I could have put Burrow slash Dak, they were both like 10 A, 10 B. Only reason why I put Burrow is just because of that second year factor. Like it's just like the quarterbacks, they always just seem to just boom like crazy their second year. Like, and when it comes guess. down to it, it's fantasy too. Yeah. Like it's about, I mean, in fantasy, it's really about, I mean, stats. Well, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, I think rushing the ball, Joe Burrow might be better next year because I think Stafford, I mean, they might try to hold Prescott back. And Man's towards ACL, bro. That's true. Yeah, they tore I don't know. I, I have a feeling about Joe Burrow this year. I, I, there's just something about me. As much as yeah, he's I mean, definitely great. We'll get into this in a second because you guys, everyone else watching here, if you've been paying attention so far, there's one guy who I don't have on my list that uh, I was berated for before we started this. But um, no, I just have a feeling. I mean, Joe Burrow does give me concerns with his arm strength, though. I was watching a video by someone. It's, it's hard for him to fit in these windows, but I think, you know, his weapons that he's got, Tyler Boyd, basically a huge slot guy, and T. Higgins is, gets his work, you know, in the mid, the intermediate to small, like the close range. So I think it doesn't hurt him that much with his arm strength. And I think it really depends on me how Joe Mixon plays next year. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking Joe Mixon's going to be a flex steal next year. I think if he gets to a thousand yard territory, it's going to open up a lot of things for Burrow because I, I don't know. That's just my piece there. And then I think an offensive line, they better get Panay Sewell. They got to trade up for that guy. They have to. They have to get O-line, like, all out. Because, you know, you drafted this guy first overall, and you're not going to protect him? Like, but yeah, they I also, fear for his life. Like, they might also go Joe Thune, the New England guard. They have been they were slotted to go for him last offseason, but he ended up getting tagged. I mean, if they can get, you know, a star Pro Bowl guard of Thune, and then they can get Panay Sewell, you know, put Panay at left tackle, move Jonah Williams, the former, I think, 11th overall pick, the right tackle, uh, make things a little bit more interesting. I still do have concerns about Zach Taylor, but I think Joe Burrow can still put up numbers despite that. I think the defense will be what suffers. 100%. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I, I have no faith in this this organization, though. <laughs> um, I mean, the Bengals, if you don't – if you do not get him, you know, a left tackle, do not throw him out there. <laughs> exactly. Throw Burrow out there. Like, there is no reason to, to just have him risking his life out there because he tore his ACL on, like, a routine sack that he shouldn't have been sacked on. Like, I don't know. It's just frustrating to see these young QBs, like, really getting – you know, kind of thrown under the bus by their organization. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they get, I really hope they get Panay Sewell though, for sure. That would be dope to see. Uh, love Burrow for sure though. But, well, um, I mean, let's, let's get into honorable mentions. Yeah, I was about to say, let's get into your uh, your boy, your boy Kyler. Let's see. What, what's yes. Like? So uh, my honorable mentions, I actually had three. Dak Prescott, it, the injury worries, like I mentioned, I don't need to get into it. I already talked about my piece there. Kyler Murray, I have that. Lamar Jackson's sort of second-year feel with him. I feel like he's way too dependent on Hopkins at times, and especially when he gets to go against, you know, Jalen Ramsey two times a year. I mean, Christian Kirk, like, you know, he's still been flaky. He's been in the league for a couple years, and he still gives me concerns. And I don't like the coaching. I think Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat next year. Um, I have my two of my cousins. I mean, my cousins, they're really big Cardinals fans, and they watch the games a lot. And he tends to make a lot of questionable play calls. I've heard that from a lot of other people, though. So that was the reason why, I mean, it kind of was stupid. You probably should at least be like number nine on my list. Yeah, but man, You don't have him in the top 10, bro. I know. I, it's just a feeling I have. We'll get, when we get towards the offseason and we begin to see what happens, that's How when I'll make my they decision. forget this man was the number one front runner for MVP. He was QB1. Like, like seven weeks, eight weeks into the season, he was our MVP front runner. Yeah, and then um, – What's it called? For my number 13 spot or whatever, I have Trevor Lawrence. I think he's, he's going to have a good year out there. I think Urban Myers is bringing together a good staff in Jacksonville. I like Chanel. I like DJ Chark. Um, assuming I they like take, James Rump. Assuming oh, they, they, 
if they take Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, I'm never know, bro. Well, he, he, he's going to be on some team. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he going to be in the NFL. Yeah, no, he's the Jets. I think he. Yeah, whatever he's in. Yeah. I mean, if I'm the Jets, bro, I'm taking Lawrence and I'm saying fuck you to Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, 100%. If he falls to me, though. Uh, but yeah, honorable mentions. I mean, they could pull the Browns and take my boy Baker, my number one on the honorable mentions. Um, just a straight winner. I mean, you saw his heart in the playoffs. Um, you know, and then the end of the season, I mean, they beat the Steelers. And just a great, you know, a great winner, a great player overall. Doesn't always put up the best stats, but I think he's overall. Um, pretty decently consistent and uh, with a healthy receiver core next year, I think. And development of guys like People jo- People's Jones um, and uh, the rookie Harrison Bryant this year. Uh, I think, you know, he's definitely going to have a st- another step up, kind of like a progression, similar to Dak, how he just kind of didn't have like a huge jump, but he just kind of got better every year. Um, but yeah, and then after that, I got Ryan Tannehill and Derek Carr, just two solid guys. Always going to be pretty reliable, especially but um, a really matchup dependent, I feel like sometimes like Tannehill against like an elite defense, I'm not starting him. Same thing with Carr, but against you know guys like bottom of the bottom of the league, I'm starting him all day. Carr gives me concerns as much as I think he's a solid quarterback in the NFL. There's some, a lot of other guys I'd rather take over him. Yeah, there's just guys with more upside. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, he is like safe. But, yeah. no, in a deep league, he's definitely a solid QB, too. Yeah. Um, and for my for my sleepers, I just had Tua uh, and Hurts. It if, depends on what this coaching staff thinks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what about your, your honorable mentions, Carson? Um, yeah, I mean, I mentioned her, like, Dak was, like, my, my next my next stuff. He was, like, I mean, technically my – I was going to say sixth man, like, in basketball, but technically, like, my 11th man. Uh, Dak, uh, Tannehill, again, because, like, he was actually like, sneakily really good this season. Uh, safe pick. Brady as well, because, I mean, he's only going to be a year older. He's still going to, you know, yeah, they might lose Godwin, but they're still going to have Evans and, uh, you know, OEAB and, and uh, you know, their tight end group. Um, I had Trevor Lawrence as well um, as my uh, kind of, like, honorable mentions. But, yeah, my, like, big sleeper and kind of like my like Matthew Berry from ESPN has, like, his ride or die. Like, mine would be Tua. Like, if Tua – you know, the Dolphins don't trade for Watson. They, they roll with Tua. Um, he's just someone that I think, you know, won't get drafted as, you know, might, might not even get drafted, but I think it's someone that, like, uh, you know, going to be a second year. He just, like, kind of screams, like, that Kyler Lamar, like, you know, second year, like, just boom. I mean, like, I compared their rookie year QBRs. Tua's was 15.6. Tyler, his rookie year was 57.7, and Lamar's was 42.6. I think Tua has the, the rushing ability, and I just believe in him. He was just, like, too good at Alabama. He was just, too, like, too great to, I think, you know, I mean, obviously he could still just be a boss, but I think just the upside with him is just crazy, and, you know, that team is well-structured. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, they get a receiver, they get, like, a Devontae Smith or a Waddle or something like that. That would be incredible, especially – Especially with Tua, um, and he, it, like that's like my pick for like this year's like Kyler Lamar. I think like he's a guy that I think you know if he's like in the top ten or top five, I'm like I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like he's like my big big time sleeper. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, but let's touch on Brady real quick. I mean, what are the chances he retires though? Like win or no. lose? No. No. I, don't, I think. Well, I mean. I think we'll, t- we'll touch on the end of what we think our Super Bowl result, uh, predictions are going to be because I think it'll be funny for everyone watching. But um, I don't know. I mean, he's going to lose Godwin next year, I'd imagine, unless they franchise tag him. And if they keep Godwin, they're losing AB because they'll just run with Scotty Miller. But I don't know. I mean, I think – Oh, yeah, you know, I forgot about Scotty Miller. Tristan Wurst is a solid option out there. I mean, I know Gron- – I think Gronk said he will be coming back next season. They still got to trade O.J. Howard. I think O.J. Howard's still on contract, so they can get something for him. But – It'll be an interesting situation. It's hard to bet against Brady, which is like – that's why it's so like much conflict with the Super Bowl. It's hard to bet against either of those two quarterbacks. So, I think the Brady definitely is going to – you know, if he stays, don't be surprised if he finds himself on his top ten list because that's how he does. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to have to like – I think Brady's just going to play literally can't. Like he literally like can't 
walk or throw anymore. I think, I think if he would have like won to retire and go out on top like an MJ, he would have done it after that six Super Bowl. Um, and yeah. I, I, yeah, I just think I think it's gonna take like a massive, massive injury or something to get him off. I just think like he's just gonna keep going until he like literally physically can. Yeah. I just I don't know. I've never really trusted Brady in fantasy. I feel like you know, obviously he has games. I mean, where he goes off. If he went in the last round of our draft this year. You guys remember that? Yeah, I think Chase took him. Yeah, yeah and he, he had some, he had some really good games. Like he finishes a top ten QB. I think he was eight. I think he was like eight or something. I wouldn't yeah. feel great having him like as a starting QB. Like week week, but there are certain matchups where like you know he's just gonna eat. Oh, same with Rogers. Like same with Rogers. Yeah, I also would not trust him in the playoffs, to be honest. In the fantasy playoffs, yeah, end of the season, they're just going to run the ball like they did this year. Yeah, unless they're like fighting for like a playoff spot or something, but yeah, Yeah. but the Saints are going to be a mess next year, in my opinion. The the, the 99 over the cap is the Saints QB getting drafted? I I don't think so. Wait, do you think it's on the they're on the team? No, like, like whoever's starting for the Saints, oh. like, are they going to, like – Taysom Hill him? might bring some value if he's the Cardinal quarterback, but I think it needs to be Winston. Winston's a better thrower. I hope he's still listed as a tight end, though. Hmm? If he's still listed as a tight end, but I don't think he will be. No, no way. <laughs> no. That was so sick, though. That was so sick when he was listed as a tight end and there's and there, he was starting at QB. <laughs> if Winston was starting, I hope he look at him as, like, a deep sleeper, too, because, like, I mean – was like a stat machine in Tampa Bay, and you get rid of Champions. yeah, you cut down his picks by like half in that year. He's an that's a big ask, bro. That's no, a big ask. No, no, but I'm saying no. In that he year, got that LASIK eye surgery, bro. Yeah, he's but ready I'm saying, to go. I know, but I'm saying like, let's say you look at that season where he had 5,100 yards, right, in 31 touchdowns. Let's say you cut those interceptions and turnovers half. He's an elite quarterback from that season. Like, there's yeah, no mean, doubt about many, it. Yeah, but that's it, 15 picks you have to take away. 15. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to be putting up those numbers again. I think Sean Payton's definitely going to limit him. I mean, he doesn't have the weapons. I think what's the weapons that he had in Tampa were probably – How many people. points you've taken off for a pick? Is it two? Two. 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 Yeah, bro. If in 10 Tampa, picks got to take away, it's 20. All right, well – is that our rest for our QBs, boys? Yeah. Hey, wait, but ESPN, bro, we need a 30 for 30 on the 30-30 season. <laughs> Get it in the work, bro. Get it in the work. And pay me that's with sad. That's sad. That's sad. All right, but that's going to do it for our quarterback rankings. We'll be back soon with the running backs. Uh, this has been the Coast Coast Podcast, and this is Jose signing out. Peace. Oh. Uh...